Amen. Sometimes we live in the life and something happened, we want to do it all over again. This morning, I want to share with you the message about start over. In the book of Genesis, chapter 8, verse 15 to 22, if you have the Bible with me, or if you have iPhone, iPad, that'd be fine. I'm not quite sure if uh, the PowerPoint was low up, but if not, just bear with me. What if we can start on over but didn't get any penalty? And that the lesson we learned today in the book of uh, in the book of Genesis chapter eight, verse fifteen to twenty second. How many of you know how to play golf? Nobody? Okay, I skip. <laughs> I will skip the question. Uh, you know how to play golf? I stand raise up. <laughs> okay, in the golf game, there is one rule, and they call it gulligan, a bully. In when you swing the ball and it hit into very, very bad spot, you can get out. And then you said, I'm exercise the rule of mulligan. So it means you can pick the ball, put on the crane, and hit the ball again. And you didn't get any from make a mistake and get into the bad spot. And the same thing in the Bible talks about God flood the whole earth because his judgment of sin. But thankfully, Noah and his family were rescued from the flood. They saved by the big boat, the ark, which Noah built according to God's instruction. For ten long months, almost a year, of the water filled the whole earth. The flood has reset to the point that the vessel now can uh, land it. And uh, some people, probably the ark on the mountain of Arafat in Asia Minor, probably the region of Turkey. But again, when you study Genesis chapter 8, verse 15 to 22, what is the concept of do on over again, especially when we get ready to celebrate Vietnamese New Year Tết, and our church will celebrate on February 11. So New Year, we're on way thinking about what if we do something on over again. But the, what is the concept from the Bible in the book of Genesis? What did Noah and his family do once they left the boat or they exited from the boat and how the lesson can apply to us today. Three things share with you in the book of Genesis, chapter 8, verse 15 to 22. Number one, about step out. Number two, step up. And number three, walk faithful. 
Okay, point number one, step out. The book of Genesis chapter 8, verse 15 to 19. Then God spoke to Noah and said, Come out of the ark, you, your wife, your son, your son's wives, with you. Bring out with you all the living creatures that are the bird, animals, and every creeping things that creeps on the earth. Let them increase and be fruitful, multiply on the earth. And verse 18, 19, Noah went out along with his sons, his wife, his son's wife, every living creature, every creeping things, every bird, everything that moved onto the earth went out of the ark in their crew. So what exactly the book of Genesis is telling us? Number one, he, or he command Noah and his family have to leave the ark. It's been the big boat. After the long time, over 10 months in the ark, and when things settle down, we so not only Noah get out, come out, but all the living thing in the creature had to come out as well. Ah, okay, now I can. Okay, let me move it. So this was according to the command of God. This was the first act of obedience after leaving the ark, was to bring everything out of the ark. When I read through this section, I'm thinking about what if, what would happen with Noah and his family said, no way. After 10 months in the big boat, and no food to eat, good place to sleep, I don't have anything to worry about. Just let life float. What if he didn't obey God and get out of the boat? What would happen? But thankfully, he got out of the big boat because of his obedience so we can see the people multiply on the whole earth. And another thing, what if, what did God want to do when he stepped out on land? Number one, he said, be fruitful, multiply on the earth, in verse 17. The command give to Noah. It's the same command as given to Adam. If you go back to the book of Genesis chapter 1, he said, God bless the people, the whole thing. And he said, be fruitful and multiply for the whole earth. Everything had to be multiplied. So at the same way, God calls us to step out and obedience to him. That's so critical for them. Sometimes we get stuck in the crowd, or we stuck in some place too long, and we become familiar or accustomed with this uh, stickiness. And the Bible said to step out, out and obey him, obedience with him, said, multiply on the earth. That's number one. Number two, not only we know had to step out, but had to step up 
What exactly did he do? The Bible said in verse 20, Noah built an altar to the Lord. He then took some of every kind of clean animals and clean birds and offered burnt offering on the altar. So you can see Noah respond to God's work on over, uh, work over the past year, the way that appropriate he worshiped God. So the first thing when we get out of something or try to start on over again, we need to worship God. So he built an altar to the Lord. Okay, and this is the appropriate thing to do. Worship, not only just individual worship. In the book of John, chapter, I think chapter 4, when Jesus met the woman at the well, the Canaan woman, and he said, when you worship God, you have to worship from the heart, from the inside out. So the first lesson of worship, we have to worship him from inside out, from the heart. And the second thing is, they call it corporate worship. All the people worship God every day at work and from the heart, or wherever you are every day. On one day of the week, gather together and worship together. That's what they call corporate worship. And that's exactly Noah and his family did. By obedience, by obeying God, he make an offering, he worship God. Secondly, you would see from the Bible said, he set up an altar, took clean animals. Lord had seven pairs of clean animals, birds on the ark, including the, the big boat. So he obedience God to the reason we have eternal life because probably somebody shared with us about Jesus Christ. And probably somebody shared with us about John 3.16, because God so loved the world. So he gave us his son, Jesus Christ. Testament, whoever believes in him, everlasting life. Sometimes busy in life, and sometimes we make a miss in life, and sometimes... Uh, you know, because of chaos of the world, the press of the world, we forgot how we know Christ. And we forgot we have salvation. And that's the reason why, the same way we are to be sacrificed in our heart through obedience and reverence. This is so important because if you go back to Psalm Chapter 51, verse 17. The Bible talking about the sacrifice God desires is a humble spirit. Oh God, a humble, repentant heart. You will not reject. So based on the worship, uh, uh, personal or family worship, or the church worship, we have to come to Him with a humble spirit. And humble spirit is from the inside, is from the heart. And 
we make a mistake. As a human being, we make a mistake. As long as we understand and we know our mistake. And the Psalm uh, 51 verse 17, talking about come to him with repentant heart. And by doing that, he can wipe out or cleanse your sin. So you can come to God in prayer, to praise, to sing, and he would reject you. He would answer your prayers. Thirdly, walk faithfully. And the Lord smelled the shooting aroma, said to himself, I will never curse the ground because of humankind, even though the inclination of their minds is evil from childhood on. I will never again destroy everything I have just done. And verse 22, while the earth continue to exist, blending time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, and night will not see what exactly work faithfully, what exactly he tried to communicate. First of all, if we worship properly or worship from the heart, God's first reaction was delight. And the Bible talking about pleasing aroma. Believe it or not, when we come to God, He sees how we worship Him. Worship, it cannot be just the act of the outside, but from inside. So He can hear, He know you worship Him. And secondly, from the Bible, it's talking about He responds with a new promise. In, uh, the story of Noah, okay, you would find out he would never again curse the crowd because of man's sin. He never destroyed everything, living thing again. And you would find out, the Bible said, time will continue in predictable pattern. Harvest to harvest will not see. Season to season will not see. Day and night will not see. That's what from the book said. But how do we see that in our life when sometimes we have to start on over again? Some of you still in college, you may have, I don't know, by tomorrow is a final test or semester test, but some friend of you invite you to the party and you probably overdo it. The test at 7 o'clock and you get home about 5. You get to and your mind went blank and you fail. And you wish you can start on over again. So the lesson for application for college student, again, go back to the lesson of Noah. He said, step out. Don't be the mistake already make. Step out. Forget about it. Remember the blessing He already gave it to you year to year. Remember. Come to Him with a worship, humble heart, and repentant heart. Next time, we not go out and party before the day of the final or semester exam.
So many things like that can happen to our life. Same thing for work. If you are a professional, then work you have to do, you have the deadline to complete. But again, sometimes something happens, you not complete based on the deadline. And you have probably, it happened before, so you have first warning, it's verbal warning, you have the second warning, it's a written warning, and you have the third warning, that kind of a final warning, and possibility of termination. And somehow you wake up and say, what if I can do all over again? Same thing, everything has some deadline at work. And be obedient, worship God, not only we just talk, go to the church, but worship God is also the act of obedience, complete the work where you in. You work, you're a professional, and the act of work at work is also the act of worship. So the people see you, they see you are the son of God. You are the children of God. Sorry, son, not capital. You are the children of God. You are a believer. You are a Christian. You represent Christ. So everything you do in school, at work, or wherever, you represent Jesus Christ. So everything you do is an act of worship. And do it like North obedience. So walk faithfully, not just the talk, but whatever you say and whatever you do, it had to be in God has been and is always faithful every day. And you have to experience this, okay, every day. Uh, yesterday, my son calling me, and uh, we talk, okay, and uh, he's a uh, co-worker, very young, very young. And uh, somehow within like uh, find out this person have cancer and just passed away only a couple weeks ago. Young person, okay? And again, when you talk to this person, he wish he can do something on over again. So the lesson learned is sometimes we don't know. God gives us about yet much time. It can be uh, one member of our church passed away when he's 52. Okay? But again, one of the people we know attend our church passed away 101. So we don't know the time. Uh, one nephew of one of our church members pass away when only 21. So the time we know, we don't know. Okay? We can plan for the future. We can wish for the future. But as long as God gives us time to live, do it like Noah, Noah and his family had to step out. Okay? If you make a mistake, if you have something to regret, break it away, get out, recover, step go back to worship God and walk faithfully in Him. God has faithful. He created 
life. He forward for one purpose, the redemption of the world for his people to worship him one day. And each one of you in this room, you worship God every day. Okay? But again, out there, a lot of people, they don't know Christ. They need to know Christ. And we have to walk faithfully, spread the gospel the best we can. For the people we meet every day at work, the people we meet out the street and say, well, we don't have time. Remember, on February the 17th and 18th, it's a good opportunity for thousand people gather at the festival. Just stop by and maybe just share your faith. On Friday, uh, we, uh, you know, our family, we celebrate Tết about a month, two weeks before Tết and two weeks after Tết. It, everything related with Tết already. So on Friday, you know, it's kept raining. So we visit a family, and we know this family for such a long time, probably about... Uh, about the same years of uh, Brittany age, <laughs> about that long. <clears throat> when we come and visit and we say, you know what, we know each other for a long time, but we had never talked about good news. This lady's name is Hung, but we had never showed you the good news. And today we had to tell you about the good news. Do you want to hear it? And she said, yes. So we go through the whole gospel presentation and see prayer except Christ as her Lord and her Savior. Okay. She's so happy. She's so of joy, so joy. And she say, can you come and talk to my neighbor? So her neighbor knocked on the door. Her neighbor walked out. And uh, her neighbor said, yeah, we remember you. We, I visited your church once. Okay, I say, good. This lady here just had the good news and uh, she wants us to share with you the good news she just received. Do you want to hear it? And this lady, Thuy, her name is Thuy, says, yes. And we share the gospel and she pray, accept Christ. And she's just so happy. And she said, Do you know, I, I know my neighbor, her husband just passed about six or seven months ago. Can you come and talk to uh, my neighbor? I said, well, you have to take us there because uh, we don't know her. They say, who? <laughs> and they may slam the door. Especially this day when you ring the bell, uh, you know, when you knock on the door, you ring the bell. People, people probably look through and they real quiet, like nobody home. Or you can see the curtain at the window kept move, and then if you notice, it kept move. Somebody kept, you know, kept hiding and look at. And if somebody they don't know, they would not open the door. So the lady tweet said, "Yes." So walk about five or six house down the road, knock on the door, introduce us, and tweet. Now, okay, now you to each other tell her about good, good, receive. She have something to do, so she laughed. And this lady, of course, will be spend a lot of time because we don't know her. Her loneliness, she talked about her husband passed away. You know, she didn't, couldn't sleep 
I said, well, do you want to have peace? And this peace is the people cannot give to you. But we know the one can give you this peace and the choice. They say, yes. And we share the gospel and say, pray, accept Christ. He's just so happy. Okay? So what I'm trying to communicate to you when we step out, what we do, we step up, we worship God, the Holy Spirit with us, and suddenly we see the people need the Lord. Okay? Within two hours, three people come to know Jesus Christ and so happy. And we promise to come back and visit them. Okay? You uh, can check on my wife Facebook. <laughs> Welcome to the family of God. You can see the picture, the, you know, uh, the three ladies smiling, happy, uh, get the uh, spiritual birth certificate. Okay? That, the act of worship. Step out, because if you didn't have a chance to do or share your faith, step up, you have to worship and walk faithful because God, Christ, telling us, go on nation and share the gospel. Or when the Spirit descends upon you, okay, preach the gospel about Him, Christ, to our neighborhood, Jerusalem, Judah, maybe state of Texas or city of Houston, okay, Samaria, the area probably you're not familiar with, and all over the world. Remember, when I'm talking about um, star all over again, okay, and talking about our God. Our God is a God of second chance. God of do over again. And no regret when we step out of whatever hold us back so we can worship God, so we can walk faithful. He allows us to come to Him, to worship Him. He allows us to bring others to worship Him. But the most important thing you need to remember, when our heart changed, He glorified when more people come and worship Jesus, God is glorified. So accept invitation for you to take, it's just like beginning, about the golf rule, mulligan, it means start over again. Accept God's invitation you to do this. Wherever you are, school, work, or go shopping, supermarket, wherever. Step out, step up, and walk faithfully to Him. Let me pray and uh, do the blessing, and then Pastor Chris will uh, take care from here. Well, please don't stand up. Our Heavenly Father, we thank You very much because Your love. Because when we study the book of Genesis about Noah, we are God is a God of second chances. God is a God who wants us to do over again, especially the Vietnamese New Year coming up. When we come and worship Him, when we bring the people to worship 
Him, when our heart change, when more people come and worship Jesus, God is glorified. So I pray that you use all the children in this room to glorify Him by step out, step up, and walk faithfully, bring the people to Christ so He can be glorified. May God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit be on of you from now and forever. Amen.